Hello, everyone, and welcoming you all to this Wild Grace podcast with myself, Marianne, and Melody. We will be your Wild Grace Initiation Costa Rica facilitators. You. Hey. <laughs> so I'm currently in New York in the Northern Hemisphere, connecting with Melody, who's all the way in Australia, Southern Hemisphere. So we're kind of bringing the two poles together in this space. Hi, Melody. Hi, Natalia. How are you? Good. Yeah. So I guess today we wanted to speak a little bit about the nervous system and parasympathetic healing, parasympathetic states of being is what's been really incredible for me in my journey with Wild Grace. And I know this has been the experience for many people as well, many initiates that have moved through the Wild Grace Mystery School. And ultimately that's what we are. We we are a mystery school moving through the archetypal transpersonal realms, which can be activating and triggering and, and can bring up old traumas and and old wounds, old memories. So it's so important when entering those states to enter with a sense of ease. Mm. Recently, there's been a lot of uh, conversation on social media around certain groups and, and, and facilitators and in the way that they hold spaces where there has been an activation of trauma. And my inquiry is, okay, how can we continue to care for each other's nervous systems, especially in these spaces. And I know that the way that some of some of these spaces are run, it's super powerful and potent and shamanic, but it can be aggressive and mm-hmm. it's not necessarily supportive of the experience. And it can be quite confusing for, for the mind, for the mental body, for the personality, for the animal body as well. It's like, whoa, you know, I'm in this altered state and I don't really have the tools to kind of process this and whatever tools are available are quite masculine and forceful and aggressive. So you're not like peeling back the layers of the onion one by one, you're just blasting the onion, which is the opposite of what Wild Grace does it's a very soft watery feminine nourishing journey and for me I was like I have been in uh, quite aggressive processes and then I came to Wild Grace and it's like oh it doesn't have to be this way and Mm -hmm. so kind of retraining my nervous system which has allowed me to go back into those spaces with uh, a slower pace yeah I love there was so many things as you were speaking that were kind of landing for me I think like one of the first pieces I want to speak to is just for all of our listeners so that they have clarity like nervous system is quite a buzz thing that we see a lot on social media and we talk about there's a lot of modalities that talk about the nervous system and what that actually is and I think I'll just speak to it briefly um from really layman's basic understanding so that 
people can really feel what it is. It's basically our um, responses in life, right? From a very young age, we have an imprint in our nervous system. And our nervous system is literally our reaction to things. It's our ability to stay in our body and actually stay in a regulated state. And a regulated state would be a heartbeat. So there's ways that you can see how your heartbeat is and the energy moving through the body. But it's basically so that you can stay in your body with the sensations and stay with your breath. It's like almost sobriety, right? It's like almost us being in our bodies and staying safe and staying sober and actually being able to navigate life without like feeling anxiety or feeling like we need to run or feeling this like hype hyper thing or the opposite of the hyperness is like the contraction and the unwillingness to even open to life at all. So I think I just wanted to speak that first of all. And then I wanted to speak to the piece of like this feminine transformation that Wild Grace offers that I really love that you spoke to, Natalia, of like actually creating slowness and transformation that stick and stay. You know, often when we go into these transformation experiences and we're cracked all the way open or do plant medicine or whatever it is, and it's like really intense, it's really deep, it can take such a long time to integrate that work. Yes. And sometimes it can be so much that actually not a, not the amount of revisiting or like reassessing that you did actually stays because there's so much for the system. And what Wild Grace really offers and what this work really offers is just like a really slow, steady pace of actual integration. Like actually the transformation takes place because the system is slow and open and receptive to that happening. And that's such a big part of the journey. And then also the journey after the seven days, right? It's like mm-hmm. part of the seven day journey. And then you're left with the pieces that can help you integrate post the seven days. So what happens is we have the initiation and this shamanic portal mm. opens up where And it's a co-created space and there's something about being in a group space in body and especially being on that land in brave earth, like there's already a magic, a deep shamanic magic that's been cultivated there. So the portal's already active. As soon as you step onto the land, I've, I've been there, I'm going back there in about a month, you're in a vortex. So you step into the space and that is the initiation. And when you leave, that is a whole other initiation, but it's coupled with integration. And for me, what, what's been really supportive is even though I'm facilitating, it's actually still an, it's an initiation for me as well. And what I love about what Wild Grace is holding so strongly is community and that constant support that's that that's there ongoingly to access. So we have some online portals. So even when we go back home, when we go back to, when we fly back to our lives, there's still that, that, that continuity and space for reflection. So that's, that's been very unique in, in my journey. Something that I wanted to speak into was actually around this word of, of shamanism. So maybe I'm skipping ahead a little bit because this is a shamanic process and we're weaving in different modalities of modern psychology and Jungian philosophy and uh, tantric philosophy as well and, and neo-tantra. But yeah, I, I wanted to speak about this word shamanism. It's actually a Russian word. 
and it's originated from Siberia. So my roots are Eastern European and I have roots that are kind of all the way up from Ukraine, Poland to Finland and to Siberia. And there's, I do come from a lineage of witches and gypsies as well. So I do feel like that's been vibrating through, through me and, and, um, along the soul, Natalia. <laughs> I do. It's like the way that I live, like I, I just can't sit still. And it's, I feel like I have this vine that's moving through me and I can, it's like a dark vine that's just pulling me to different parts of the world. And it's like, I can't hold, I can't stand still. So I come somewhere, I land, I root and something, you know, certain situations play out. I meet certain people, I meet whoever I'm meant to meet. It's almost like the alchemist. Right, something there's there's a magic that happens wherever I go, and then I have this moment of, okay, now it's time to go. It's I can't explain what it is. It's like an instinct that's vibrating through me, and I need to go to the next place. So, yeah, this shamanic red I feel really resonates with the the energy of wild grace. So, so I, I'm I'm pulsing with her. <laughs> <laughs> and then just going to it to where she's telling me and the next place is Costa Rica and uh, I'm going to be there for a month or maybe it's going to be even longer I don't know but there is a a, a resounding pulse mm. that's uh that's pulling me there yeah I love that and I think like what's really interesting about this work and I guess like a lot of the language that we use and a lot of the experiences that we have comes from actually being able to feel the subtleties of the body, right? And like the subtleties mm-hmm. of life, you know, like you're able to describe this vine-like experience that moves through your body. And actually until you understand energetics and until you actually have that deep sensitivity, mm. like it doesn't have that clarity and it doesn't have that ease. It can often feel like chaos and it can often it often feel like confusion, right? Until we actually have the ability to almost translate the subtlety. And I think like when we were just having this conversation just before we jumped on this podcast and we kind of dropped in, Natalia was mentioning like the sensuality aspect, Mm -hmm. you know, and like that's what Wild Grace really offers you. It offers you the ability to slow all the way down into this deep healing state and then actually come into the deep subtleties of life right and be able to have access to your psychic gifts and your shamaness capacity of weaving literal magic right like that's how I see shamanism and without that how how can we when we're constantly in fight or flight right which the majority of this world is consistently Mm. popping in and out of how can we have access to any sensitivity how can we actually feel the threads of what is alive in any kind of space in any kind of decision making in anything when we don't have access to that well the thing is is that we've been desensitized from what makes us human and that's why our bodies are reacting in this way whether it's anxiety or depression because we're disconnected from the cycles so a big example is our blood, right? So, so many women who live in the city, the cycles are not aligned with the cycles of the moon because they don't sit in the pure moonlight. They don't see the moon often. Like I don't often see the moon because of smog or light pollution. But as soon as I go into nature and the, the moonlight is more present, my period starts to align. 
with the cycle of the moon. So what we're doing in this training is reconnecting to ritual and ritual is innately connected to the cycles of the earth. So the way that rituals used to be formed was to celebrate the harvest, to celebrate equinox, to celebrate winter or the changings of the seasons. And that's related to life, death, birth, regeneration, and also being in acceptance of things dying, things being reborn. And then when that that creates an imprinting in our body, like a cellular knowing, and is realigning to our animal and to our tribal self. So that when we move through these situations in life where things come up and, you know, challenges, there's more ease around it. It's like it becomes less edgy, right? So So really normalizing ritual and process is actually like it's quite nurturing for the body it's like normalizing our natural way of being right it's like Mm -hmm. we've gone so far from that we really have and I think when you start to experience this work I was like musing on this a little while ago I wrote a post on it a while ago maybe over a year ago but I was just saying like the relationship that you have with your body is the relationship that you have with the earth right it's like yes the way that you're treating your body is the way that you're treating your the earth if you're like pumping your body with antibiotics and all that kind of stuff you're probably putting bleach down the toilet you know it's Mm. like the way that you acknowledge the sensitivity of your body and want to tend to that sensitivity you then start to tend to the earth in the same way like Mm -hmm. and you really start to begin to acknowledge the one and the same right Mm -hmm. and like we have moved so far away from that we have completely disconnected from any natural cycle from any natural way of living like from any natural sunlight like on a very basic terms Mm -hmm. we're so metropolitan is the word. We're so metropolitan. We're so metropolitan and we're actually so masculine. You know, that's what's yeah. happened. Like we, we live in a world where it's like just go, go, go and do, 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 which is it's amazing. Like look, look what we've created, but also we're kind of destroying the planet at the same time. Like this is the time for the feminine we're to reemerge in a in a big way. Yeah, we're destroying ourselves, you know? It's like, we're exhausted. We're like, our life force is suffocated. We're miserable. Like, it's like we're having these menial existences where we're just kind of fighting for survival. And it doesn't have to be like that. It really well, doesn't have to be like that. We're, we're overriding the subtleties. It's like the body knows. The body knows what's going on. So for many years, I ignored this shamanic part of myself and so when I was younger I had a lot of visions and I predicted I discussed this with my mom I'm like I think someone's gonna die I think this person's gonna da 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 and I predicted the death of a few of my family members and I was about 14 when I or maybe I was 13 or something and I predicted the death of my great-grandmother pretty much like a month I said she's gonna die in a month and it that power scared me like that access to information and to knowledge and to that sense mm-hmm. that, that that extra sense and I couldn't understand it in my mind though so because the mind could the logical mind couldn't understand it I just shut it down but the thing is I always knew it was there because the messages kept coming even though I tried to block them suddenly it was vibrating and it took many years where I just realized I can't ignore this. 
it's there and my body knows it's there and we all know that it's there because suddenly it, it, it rears its head every now and then. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like our society doesn't create space for the exploration of what it is either. You know, you're mm. kind of deemed as mad or like told to ignore what's happening from a very young age, you know, we're mm. deep sensitive beings. And when we're kind of having these experiences, there's no normalization of it. It's like, oh, my child could potentially be mad. So let's just shut this thing down in whatever way it needs to. Totally. And I and I got that a lot from my dad. He's like, you're being crazy. You're talking crazy. And I'm like, oh, so this is crazy. Like, this is okay. This is not acceptable. But actually I realized that he was kind of speaking from an archetypal space, from a collective, so like whatever's vibrating in the collective is like, this is deemed as crazy. It's like, oh, so okay the society and the civilization that I'm currently living in is not open to this. There is a prioritization towards logic and science and what can be proven and ultimate disconnection from nature, which is why we're going down this current path. You know, the, the, the heat is uh, right now that we're sitting in, in, in New York is a very big reminder of the way in which we're going. Mm. And, and this is just a side note, this is the coolest summer that we're going to experience ever again. Now that's a scary thought and, and a very big realization of, okay, we need to start coming back to the subtleties, the natural rhythms and actually listen to those parts of ourselves that are like, no, like we, we need to be part of this human experience. The human experience isn't just about knowledge and consciousness. It's about having our cellular sentient visceral experience of being human it's it's actually not not choosing one or the other it's about bringing all of it in it's about integrating all the parts of self which I feel like going back to this topic of the parasympathetic nervous system it allows for that for that easeful integration yeah Mm. I don't know if we spoke to it or not but I'll also just speak to it quickly just again for clarity for our listeners Natalia said parasympathetic state we're kind of fight or flight is sympathetic and all of wild brace is sympathetic state is the healing state so it's the ability for our body to come into all the way down and actually have the capacity to heal when we're in this sympathetic fight or flight we're kind of just holding and storing vibrating energy right it's like kind of anxious and tense and that kind of feeling and actually bringing the body all the way down into this healing state allows things to move it allows Mm. trauma to gently move through the body when it's ready when you're ready to see it slowly peeling back the layers of having greater awareness of who you are and why things are playing out and all this kind of stuff having greater awareness of your Mm. imprint basically and the tools like the tools that wild grace provide me are tools that i integrate into my life every single day they're not something yes. that, like I was given for seven days. They're like actually life-changing tools. Yes, 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 for sure. That's been my experience. And, and I've been in this in this world for a while and gone to all the contrasexuality things. And I'm like learning all these techniques and like, duh, yeah, 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 doing all that stuff. And then what's really made the difference in my sensuality, sexuality, connection to others and intimacy is the slowing down, is the slowing right down. And the more I deepen into this work, and as you said, like, yeah, it's, it's a daily thing. Every day I'm reminded of which archetypes are active within me. I'm getting to know them more, all the tools as well. I don't use all of them in the same day, but 
you know, every couple of days I'll like, I'll bring one in. Okay. Like this has come up for me. How can I use this? What that's done is it's created a space for when I'm intimate with another person or with myself, there is so much more opening and my body's I, I realized the way I used to make love or when I was in a state of sexual arousal, I, I was actually a little bit contracted and even holding my breath, you know, mm. it's almost like I was like bracing my, like the animal wasn't fully at ease. And now there's just this like sense of dissolving and I feel a greater connection to the world around me. Mm. And it, it's true. I, I, I can continue my day and my week in a state of greater openness, you know? So this work flows into your life and into other people's lives. You can't even imagine how far the ripples can um, can go. So it's not just about you. It's the way that you're vibrating and showing up in the world around you. And you don't know how that's going to impact people, whether it's conscious or subconscious or subtle. Actually, I say that the subtle is actually not that subtle. You have no idea the incredible capacity that this has to change the the world at large around you. Yeah, I love that. I think like, I'm always reminded of the power of this work and the actual radical ability and capacity it has to shift and change the planet that's not you can't you can't deny that in any way yeah well I've seen it personally I have a friend who comes from quite a religious background and he's come from a space that's quite um, suppressed and sexuality is repressed and telling him a little bit about wild grace and the work that we do and just being in that resonance has created ripples in his family and with his partner and has improved his relationship just because of the little small tweaks in consciousness and the way in which we communicate with our body because ultimately this is like part of what we're doing here is refining our connection with our body and reawakening and actually all the bodies but like wow I had no idea that this was affecting people not just the, the individual conversations, but it's impacted his relationship with his kids and with his partner and everything's improving. And how is that rippling onto their friendship groups? Yeah. So powerful. Yeah. It's so, it's so powerful and it's really, it's magical. And it's not something that, that can really be measured with science either. You know, you just need to trust that it's happening. Yeah, I think it's funny. I was having a conversation actually with a friend last night and we were talking about like how so much of our masculine based way of living is around like proving things and like showing me like we want to be proven all the Mm -mm. time. And it's like, oh, you can't like this is this is energetic work this is like bigger than us work Mm. and whilst you're still living in the ego in the mind of needing facts and figures and all this kind of stuff you're never ever going to experience the like Mm. of life but how can you experience the magic and the like beauty of life when you want to be proved yeah and and also a question that I'm hearing come up a lot is as, as well um so what am I, can I quantify what I'm going to receive from this training? Or if I pay you this much, how am I going to receive back? And the thing is, is that you actually can't quantify it because 
each person's experience is so different and someone's experience a process might happen a lot slower than another person's but it's still just as powerful and just as potent so only you as an individual can really quantify it over time as your body integrates and adjusts uh, and you go into into the world and yeah I guess if you come into a container expecting like this person or this facilitator is going to give me something or this process is going to give me something that's just the mind trying to quantify an experience that you have no idea how it's going to unravel and reveal because it's magic mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, it's the magic of life like you don't know what's gonna what am I gonna pull out of this heart like you don't know it's it's gonna be it's gonna be a surprise <laughs> I don't do this work to get something you do this work because you feel in your body and in your bones that you're meant to do it yeah, there's a something, and, and and there's there's a difference between if you're feeling resistance to it being a no. Yeah, there is vibrationally, it's subtle, but you can feel the difference. Like, oh, actually, that's not for me. Like, oh, I'm feeling like, like especially if you start feeling excuses coming up. And if you've got one excuse after the other, after the other, like the mind is very good and the ego is very good at protecting itself. So that's how you know that you're experiencing resistance. So I highly recommend scratching at that resistance and inquiring into it and having a conversation about it. Yeah. So we're going to, we're going to, that's a good segue to suggest that click on the link uh, to book in a discovery call and find out more. (laughs) <laughs> yeah but but but, but seriously with somebody if you feel the call like what's stopping you having the conversation just to open one of my other teachers that I work with she was saying the other day like desire so this like curiosity this thing that takes us to something desire mm. is actually more about the opening than the having so it's like can you it might not be in range for you to join us this time financially whatever it looks like it might not be a thing but actually having desire is about opening to it so like can you just book the call and jump on the call and just have a conversation and see where that opening then leads you. Because whilst you're continuously blocking yourself, mm. you're not actually opening to the potentials and like the doorways of having. And the the one thing that I really want to acknowledge is the fact that me and you are both extremely devoted to this work. And it's because it's impacted our life so much. And that's why we're here right now. We've been through the process several times. And that's why we're here now stepping into facilitation and having this conversation because we want this medicine available to the collective Mm. it's beautiful and it's pure well everyone thank you for joining us for listening please reach out if you have any further questions or feel like scratching and inquiring into the curiosity or or the resistance or the desire yeah we look forward to to journeying with you in in costa rica the time is is approaching it's going to roll up real quick so thank you all for coming and thank you melody for joining thank you. Uh, until next time <laughs>